0: Hey folks, welcome back. Another exciting episode today. Zooming in from beautiful Myrtle Bit, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Mike Larson. Mike is a relatively new, newer real estate entrepreneur, but he's definitely hit the ground running. He's doing big things, lots of stuff, keeping busy. We're filming this on Juneteenth and he told me there's no rest for us hustlers. He was working, working <laughs> hard all day today. So Mike, welcome to the show. Great to see you.
1: Thank you, sir. I appreciate it.
0: Hey, so tell us a little bit about what got you into real estate and what you're doing these days.
1: Um, for me, it was kind of, uh, I hit that crossroads in my life. I was big into competitive bodybuilding. Um, loved hitting the gym, loved working hard.
0: You you and me, me there we go. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) Hit that front (laughs) double by. I see you. I see you. Um, (laughs) but it was back in 2020 and, uh, I, uh, like I was like, I kind of hit that crossroads where I was like, "All right, man, I'm I'm spending all my time in the gym, but I don't have anything financially to show for it." Um, it's a
0: it's a tough gig, man. I I, I know nothing about <laughs> competitive bodybuilding, except it's one of those things that unless you're at the pinnacle pinnacle of that that field, it's kind of like fighting and boxing and UFC and all. Yep. Unless you're the very very top. Nobody makes any money. Am, am I wrong? You make or?
1: nothing. You know, yeah. you're 100% right. It's crazy because I was I was telling a friend, I did a wholesale deal uh, a couple months ago. And in one day, I made more than the best um, athlete in my division made in the biggest competition in the world.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's mind boggling. Yep. Isn't, isn't that <laughs> that's a wholesale deal for crying out loud? That's Yes,
1: yeah. sir. A nine is, hour deal.
0: Okay. So uh, sorry, I, I interrupted you there, <laughs> yeah. Mike, but I just... I have so much respect for for you guys that grinded out with that year after year after year with zero financial recompense for that. So, okay. So you kind of, you kind of smelled the coffee. Uh, you realized yes, that, that wasn't going to hack, hack it. How did you clue into real estate?
1: Um, so it was in 2020 and I, um, I made a goal. I was like, I want to buy my first house this year. Um, and so in February, I just, I started to kind of uh, obsess about it. I, I kind of got that drive the same way I did with bodybuilding and just started learning as much as I can. And uh, the December 30th of 2020, I closed on my first ever property. I used a uh, first time homeowner's loan. So nothing out of pocket, just paid closing costs. Yeah. And that's, it just kind of set me on fire. I was like, all right, I love this process and I kind of, I did it backwards, even though most people I feel like go the same route. I went and got my real estate license, all that stuff. But you know, as an investor, that's two completely different games. Yeah. So I started learning the residential side and um, discovered bigger pockets. And um, at the time I was a manufacturing quality engineer for a pharmaceutical company. Uh, my career had started getting really, I was doing pretty decent and, um, and every day it was a forty-five minute drive to work one way, so I would just listen to Bigger Pockets episodes on the way to work and on the way back. And then when mm-hmm. I got, I'd hop online and start studying, trying to learn these bi- other de- like big timers in the game. Um, stumbled upon like Pace Morby, and for whatever like, well, I know what reason it was. He had the whole you know creative financing. Uh, learning subject two and seller finance and his big thing was like get into real estate investing with little to zero mo- or zero to or little money down you know and i was like oh well i've got no money so this is perfect for me
0: <laughs> mike you you and me both that's how i started but it was way back in 2003 for cried out loud wasn't oh, pace nice. it was ron Legrand, grand you know ron LeGrand, no money, yep. low, low money no money down type deal so i hear you man
1: Oh yeah. And that just sent me off to the races. I ended up joining up with his coaching, um, like two days after I found him, cause I listened to his bigger pockets episode and I was like, all right, this resonates with me. Um, and then I took about a year, really educate myself. Um, I wanted to make sure if I was going to get into it, um, I didn't, didn't want to lose money. You know, uh-huh. I didn't want to bite off more than I could chew. Well, during that time, um, a friend of mine, his dad uh, had about 25, 30 doors. He was very successful in the mortgage industry. Um, so I spent a lot of time with him. And every time I saw him, I'd ask him questions. I'm like, Don, man, how do you do this? How do you do that? I don't understand how you, you know, get the money for this, whatever. Well, one day, it was a Saturday. He calls me up. because goes, Mike, meet me at this coffee shop. So yes, sir. He goes, all right, man, I see what you're doing. I see that you're, you're learning. You understand it. He goes, I've got a hundred thousand dollars, and um, I'll let you use it at six percent. And I was like, okay, uh, I don't know where this came from, but all
0: right. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, I started, you know, looking for deals, looking for deals, looking for deals. Well, then, um, out of the blue, buddy of mine that I body built with he calls me up cause I started posting stuff like, Hey, I'm, I'm a real estate investor. You know, I hadn't even done a, a deal yet. I'm a real estate investor looking for deals, looking for this, you know, just to try and get my name out there. Well, he hits me up. He's like, Mike, man, uh, he worked for a foundation company. So he'd go in and crawl in the crawl space. He goes, I just went to this property and, um, he shoots me a text first. He goes, Hey, check this out. It sends the address. So I call him up. I said, what's up? He goes, I just went to this property. Um, it's a duplex, and the lady, you know, she lives in the one side, but it needs like thirty thousand dollars worth of work, and she doesn't have the money. So I asked her would she potentially sell it, and she goes, "Yeah, I, th- I think I would for the right price." And he goes, "I thought about you, so I called her immediately, mm-hmm. got her on the phone, basically closed the deal over the phone, uh, ran the numbers real quick, and I was like, okay, ARV's looking around one forty. Um, she said she wants sixty thousand for it. I'm all over it." So two days later, I go get her under contract. Um, it was a $60,000 purchase, but then I bought an easement right to the side of the property too, a nice little chunk of land for $4,500. So I was in all in for 645 dollars Since he worked for the foundation company, we got the foundation repaired at only seventeen dollars So we're in it for less than twenty dollars right? I Well, let me back up. So I went to the guy that offered me, you know, said I had the hunt. Let me borrow yeah, the, the 100,000. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I got a deal. I ran the numbers by him. I was like, look, the ARV is 140. I can pick it up for 64, put 20 into it. We're all in for 84 grand. I'll be able to cash out refi at 70% at 98,000. And then I'll be able to get you your 6% back and your full money. He's like, all right, cool. Here it is. So we do that deal. Um, each unit rents for 950 a month. So it was better than a 2% on my first deal. Nice. You know, and where I'm at in, and that was in North Carolina. Cause I'm originally from North Carolina. I just moved to South Carolina about seven months ago. Um, if you find a 1% deal, that's, that's good numbers. Mm-hmm. So a 2% deal was an absolute home run. Um, and then,
0: well, that's, that's off to a good start, isn't it? You, first of all, you find yourself a, actually you find yourself a private lender, sugar daddy. Yep.
1: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) i was like so i've already got private money lined up i've got my first deal
0: and and you Um, you just hit it out of the park right from the get-go but would you say that spending that year really kind of taking a deep dive well obviously it made a big impact it impressed that gentleman that's for sure at the same was that the same time you're getting your realtor license and all that kind of stuff were you doing all of that in that year yeah yes sir yeah. Okay. And so, um, so that was a good move for you. You feel like like spending that time educating yourself.
1: See, I'm on the fence about that question. Mm-hmm. Yes. And no, because I tell people take massive action now. Like I've started coaching and helping others try and get into the game, you know, especially people that come from kind of where I was at with, with no money and no experience. I tell them, you know. Get into it and and take massive action. You're going to find more deals and do more business if you're just constantly on the grind. But then again, you have to understand the numbers. You have to understand the basics. You have to understand how to underwrite a deal, how to find off market deals. You know, everybody can pull up Zillow and Redfin and, you know, realtor.com, but you're not really where I'm at. You're not going to find great deals that way because you've got so much competition.
0: Yeah. Everybody's you know, seeing those deals. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And, and we're very saturated markets. So you have to think outside the box and understand that you've got to do a little bit of legwork and you got to do some grunt work to actually find the ones that are going to make you a healthy chunk of change.
0: Um, so, well, that and, brings up another good question there, Mike, what are you finding these days works best for you and the folks that you're mentoring or what have you for finding these off market deals? What, what's kind of your go-to for that?
1: So, some people disagree with it, but i'm I'm old school i uh, I pick up the phone. i My business model is to keep it lean, you know keep it small, keep it all. So I do a lot of cold calling. Um, I typically cold call three to four hours a day. I shoot for a certain amount of contacts I want to make every day and then and who, we also who are,
0: who are you cold calling?
1: Um, so I go through um, I don't know if you've ever used like batch leads or prop stream, but I pull up different li- data lists. And uh, filter it down to whatever I'm looking for. So if I'm looking mm-hmm. for residential, you can't just call anybody, right? You can't mm-hmm. just call a house that was on, you know, on the market a year ago. You want to look for properties that have some equity in them, that have been owned for. I, I believe the average somebody owns a house in the United States is around seven years. Mm-hmm. So I look for people, you know, houses that have been owned for seven years that could potentially have been distressed properties, um, tired landlords. Things that you have more potential or more likelihood of someone selling, mm-hmm. and selling at a discount, because that's the name of the game. You know, you don't want something that's pristine, unless you're picking it up creative finance-wise. Uh, but that's a whole different ball game. But I'm trying to look for distressed properties and properties that I could either wholesale or flip, or um, you know, do a burr on, or you know, that fit. And mine. are you
0: are you very focused on specific market areas, like your local area?
1: Yes, sir. Right now we are. We're in North Carolina and South Carolina. Um, All right.
0: Very uh, cool. And and just, so just out of curiosity, Mike, because a lot of people hear about this and, you know, hit the phones and dial for dollars and grind it out kind of thing. And most people would rather stick a needle in their eye than, than do that. (laughs) Yes, sir. That's a competitive advantage for you. So just give us an idea of What's involved to really make a go of that? So you're, you're focused on this three to four hours a day. What does that typically represent in number, number one, total number of dials that you do, like how many people reach out to total number of people, give or take that, that actually answer the phone. And then total number of conversations that turns into that, not somebody just hanging up on you right away, but a, a conversation conversation like on an average day, what does that kind of look like for you, Mike? Just to give people-
1: That's awesome. I can give you my exact KPIs from today. I called for four hours. Exactly. Um, I dialed a little over 300 numbers and I only spoke with 25 people. And now my contacts are when I talk to somebody that I have qualified saying, yes, this is the owner of this property. So I spoke to 25 people.
0: 25 owners. Uh,
1: Yes, sir. And today, zero leads. But that's the name of the game. Yeah. Um, you do have to grind. It, it's a you know, it's a lot of work that way. But I want to keep my business model at least right now as lean as possible. You know, mm-hmm. for my dialer, it's like 180 bucks a month, and then my data, it's 300 dollars a month for um, the software itself. Then when I pull lists, you pay, I believe it's 14 cents per number that you skip trace. So you know, relatively for a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars a month that's all my overhead.
0: That's pretty good. That's, you that's know, so. good. and then, so, so that gives us an idea you're getting through to a, is that kind of average like 25 conversations a day? Would that be about what you're, yes, sir. You're
1: yeah. And then I'm trying to shoot for 30 to 50 contacts. or Well, 30 to 60 contacts a day, Monday through the, Friday.
0: That's the, Okay. Perfect. So 30 to 60. And given that you've been doing this for a while, how many serious leads, are you able to generate by hustling like this, let's say on a monthly basis, not necessarily deals, but like hot leads? And, and what does that translate to you in actual deals?
1: So I would look for at least two good leads, qualified leads. Like they actually have a reason to sell. Um, they, we can get a timeline out of them probably two a week. Um, and for us, you know, we actually started the business in December, the actual business started in December. Um, mm-hmm. We're knocking out two to three deals a month that way. Purely so that's from the awesome. Cold so cold.
0: you're getting two to, two to three good solid leads a week. So that's yes, give or take 10 a month yes, right? sir. On, on average. And that's turning yep. into actually, did you say two or three deals About a month? Two
1: to three deals a month. Yep.
0: Well, that's pretty good. And whether that's a wholesale or flip or a burr or what have you, it's... Yes, That's sir. Nice.
1: And it's nice. been a little bit slower the past month because we have transitioned a lot away from the uh, residential side. have gone to the commercial side. Um, mm. We actually closed our first car wash deal last week. Nice. So that was pretty cool. Wholesale that. Um, and as far as buy and hold, we're wanting to stay into the storage side of things. Um, I've found it's a lot less headache and cash flow is great. So it's kind of the best of both worlds, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's, what have you done so far on the self-storage side of things?
1: Um, we closed our first one, our first actual buy and hold one. Uh, we have wholesaled another, but that one is only a 24 unit. But the reason we picked it up, one price, we picked it up for $50,000. Um, it's an acre of land. Yeah. So the 24 units is Place perfectly where we could put in an additional 72 units in the back. So we're going to build that up um, probably in the next month or two. We'll start uh, breaking ground for that. So that'll put us at over 100 units right there. Um, and take a fifty thousand dollar investment, it'll be worth seven hundred thousand whenever we get it fully rented. You know, or at oh, least that's, ninety that's... plus percent. So you I say
0: we, say. Mike? Who who have you got business partners on this, or who's who are who you working with?
1: Yes, sir. My business partner's name is Josh Cotton.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yep. So it's the two of you join yes, forces sir. there. Now, what do you are you using still just using the one guy's hundred K that you're recycling over and over again? Or have you started expanding into other kinds of private capital?
1: Yes, sir. We have started expanding. Um, it's pretty pretty cool. I made a post one night and it was a, a guy that I'd met down here in Myrtle Beach back in 2014. He was a local bar owner. And he's like oh so you're getting into the real estate investing?" i was like yeah he goes well man if you got any deals uh let me know yeah i've got some cash that that i need to spend two days later i shoot him a text I said hey i got a deal he goes all right well let's do it and uh i ended up i gave him 40 percent of the profit off that deal uh-huh. um, it was a quick quick turnaround kind of a wholesale. we bought it turned around sold it um he made a quick ten eight eight ten grand off of that in a month and he's like all right Amen. Let's do it. Let's Let do it me. again.
0: Proof of yes, concept. Yes, sir. Nice. Yep. Exactly. Nice. That's
1: but it. I feel like anybody is. You know, you're a master of this. You're the private money guy, so you know how to find and and raise capital. But everybody's looking for it. You know, you don't want to spend your own money. Um, but if you can, what I try and explain to people uh, that are getting into the game is with private money, people. There's only one thing that people with a lot of money value more than money itself and that's time. Mm -hmm. So if you can tell somebody I can make you money with zero of your time invested and it's guaranteed backed by an asset. And if it, I don't come through on my end, you get the asset, they're going to invest every time. 100%. Yeah. You know,
0: so what have you found most effective for finding these kind of people, Mike?
1: Oh, it's actually all been people I've known through friends, mutual friends. Um, you know, just kind of tell them what I'm into and get to know them and say, Hey, I can provide some kind of value to you. If, you know, if, if you're willing to get in on this with us and, and just show that I understand what I'm talking about, um, you know, provide them the numbers and do just honest business. Hey, you can talk to my other private money lenders and they can vouch for us Right, and it's worked incredibly, you know, just do an honest business, honestly, you know, um, Definitely, I think no. your integrity in business can take you a very, very long way.
0: Yeah. It takes you a while to build that up. You could definitely screw it up very, very quickly, but you can ride that wave nicely as well as if you're doing what you tell people you're, you said you do. That's that really kind of gets down to something that simple. So what are the plans moving ahead, Mike? You want to get more into the commercial side of things. You're focusing more on the uh, self-storage side of things. So nowadays when you're spending those three or four hours a day, Dialing, are you yes, reaching sir. out to self-storage facility owners? Is that what you're focusing on?
1: Yes, sir. Yep, I'm yeah. doing a lot of calling the self-storage owners, and uh, today I did some residential owners also, but I've been focusing primarily on the on the commercial side. Um, oh, a lot of the car washes too. Um, okay, yeah, that's a that's a great one to get. We originally were like, hey, you know, it'd be great to hold these, but then us once we got into the nitty gritty and saw all the mechanical. Yeah. Issues that most of these owners have. I was like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save that for somebody else. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: You know, it's funny, Mike, I was, I was interviewing a lady last year kind of doing a similar thing. She was doing car washes. I think she might've been dabbling in self-storage, but if I'm not mistaken, her big, her big takeaway was just to stick with a super easy spray wash, do it yourself type thing. Forget about the fancy schmancy equipment because yep. that stuff just breaks down all the time. So yeah, it was
1: anything mechanical. You just yeah. can't. I mean, you have to factor in 15, 20 grand a year in repairs at least. So yes. that knocks out a ton of your cash flow, even if it's doing well still, you know.
0: Exactly. Well, that's fascinating stuff, Mike. And I love the fact uh that you're just cranking it out. Have you thought of outsourcing the whole dialing type thing i mean i i know it's hard to replace yourself and the personality and and the years of you know training you probably had you you probably brought a lot of other experience past professional experience to this uh so it's it's kind of hard to let that go but have have you looked at outsourcing the the dialing the calling
1: yes sir um and we have the for a few months we had several different va companies that we used mm-hmm. you know kind of started from cheaper ones and went up to really expensive ones and we just didn't have yeah i know a lot of guys that have great luck we just didn't um we are going to get more into like the ppc and um, direct mail mm-hmm. but right now it's just we'd rather do the labor intensive work until we scale a little bit bigger and then start adding in uh, i saw like i've uh, i joined up with brent daniels's team also and he was like, "It, you know, you need to become a master of one form of marketing mm-hmm. before you start dabbling into others. And That's uh,
0: very, very good advice. Yeah, definitely. So do both you and your partner hit the phones or is it that primarily your job?
1: Yes, sir. He does still not as much as I do because he is working a full-time job still. Um, but he is solely in charge of the SMS blast. So yeah. he'll do text, you know, Two hundred and fifty to five hundred tags a day, uh, Monday through Friday.
0: Okay, yeah. So the sheer volume between the two of you guys. So that's a good question. Then, so the SMS. Just out of curiosity, are you whacking the people that you couldn't get through to on the phone? Is that the idea there? Is you using it for follow up as well, and and is that all included with getting those? two or three quality leads a week, or is, or is that just from the phone calls?
1: Yeah. So we just recently started with the SMS probably a month, maybe f- six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a lot better contact rate. I mean, you can send out 250 and get 50 contacts from it. Now, most of them aren't telling you to <laughs> yeah, you can imagine, yeah, yeah, but just not such a nice word. Um, I, I laugh so hard because I'll get these texts that, you know, they're cussing us out right. and, and I, and it shows up on my phone every time he does a text blast. Oh, man. And I'm like, Jesus, man, I was like, how, how bad is your life? You just got to cuss out a complete stranger. You know, I used to get offended by it, but then I was like, dude, there's, there's no reason to, <laughs> um, we did get, We've done one actual deal off of it so far, a little wholesale deal, Mm -hmm. but um, I have friends that are doing seven to 10 deals a month off of SMS alone. That is Mm -hmm. their sole marketing, all outbound SMS. Um, It was cool. We're actually, I do a, uh, every Thursday night we hold like a little Zoom call where we just try and teach newcomers, you know, the industry and just try and provide value back to people. And uh, we kind of came up with the idea. I was like, man, there's 10, 12 of us that are consistently on this call. It's like, why don't we all just throw in a little bit of money into some larger marketing? Then we can get more deals in, spread the wealth. You know? So we're mm-hmm. going to start doing that with some PPC and see uh, how that works. And then just kind of scale from there.
0: Oh, that's exciting stuff. Mike, time flies when we're having fun. If people want to connect with Mike Larson, what's the number one place they can do that?
1: Um, Instagram at Larson nine one zero.
0: Perfect. All right, my friend. Well, Hey, hats off to you for taking that. Hey, well, first of all, taking that time to learn the ropes and then jumping right in when opportunity, you know, made itself available to you. You didn't, you didn't fool around there and you took massive action. You're doing some great things. So hats off to you.
1: Thank you, sir. I truly appreciate it.
0: All right, everybody take care and we'll talk to you on the next episode.